At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. Hello, Goblin. Say hello real quick. Good day, Governor. Good Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, we always have something to talk about. Today we got plenty to talk about. NASCAR regular season's over. The playoffs are starting. We got some news, a little driver swoop and swap going on, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, we're gonna talk uh we're gonna talk about night racing. You hit a, you laid a surprise <laughs> on me today. I didn't know Sunday was gonna be a night race. <laughs> Ooh, um, ooh, ooh, we're going to take our shots at who's going to be the first four guys to leave the playoffs. Uh, we were going to play. Uh, we got Birthday Boy. We've got. Um, th- I didn't know this, but there's another Racing Hall of Fame that I didn't know about. We thought, really? Yeah, it used to be able to. There's plenty of them, but there's one I didn't even know about till today. All right. Well, we'll but find we're out get more. All that right after this. We'll be back. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, we opened this uh, podcast, as always, with a little segment called What Do You Know? What do you know? What do you know? know? Here's what we know. and it's, We don't want to brag about insider information because everybody knows this. The 10 race playoffs begins Sunday in Las Vegas. And uh, I didn't. I found out today it's a night race. Now, you're talking about the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. <coughs> Playoffs. Playoffs. With a capital P. Mm-hmm. They want, or they want. No longer known as the chase for the championship. The what? The chase. What? What is that? Remember that lasted one day? <laughs> when they went to the playoffs, they said that, you know, they referred to the final 10 races as the chase for the championship. And the very next day came a press releasing, scrap that. <laughs> it's the chase for the next Tell Cup. It's yeah. not quite the same alliteration, but uh, gets their point across. Playoffs, boys at Nextel did. Yeah, playoffs, so, baby. Um, so we know who the sixteen big sixteen are. Uh, right now, things have changed the last several weeks. I mean, it went. I mean, you were thinking Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, you know, maybe one of the other uh, Penske guys or, or Gibbs guys. Then all of a sudden, it was like, uh, well, Truex looking pretty good too. Now, then it became Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin. Now it's Harvick, 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 Harvick. Yeah. So I mean, Harvick and Hamlin. To me, are the two favorites going in? Harvick with and- Kyle Busch sitting there waiting to pounce. Now, however, <laughs> the defending champion, who uh, there've been uh, BOLOs, Bolo, Bolo. kind of like an APB, <laughs> or it would be an Amber Alert or Silver Alert for Joey Logano. What would it be? An Ivory Alert because yeah. he's got them big teeth. He smiles with. <laughs> um, Joey disappeared for a while. Then all of a sudden he comes out and gets a runner-up at the Brickyard. Mm. And you're thinking, man, he's back. But then you think, well, Buff's got third at the Brickyard, so how impressive can a second place be? There are some weird yeah, stuff weird going on Yeah, weird finishes there. there. But so, uh, but right now I'm thinking big three, obviously, Harvick, Hamlin, and and Kyle Busch in no specific order. Uh, Truex is, I think he's had three straight races outside the top ten, two yeah. straight finishes. He's kind of slipping and sliding well, at the wrong time. that's the way, the year he won the championship? He did that? 
he, he, I gotta take it back. He, he either wrecked or mechanicked out yeah. on that 26 race. One of them and deals. So they came up to him, like, you know, after he had whatever. He went out of the race. Yep. And they, they're going, congratulations, you're the regular season champion. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. But he went on and won. So All right, so no stock in that theory. Yeah, so when you turn on – Anybody your, other than the big three that I just mentioned, anybody else that you would, would actually put money on, win, place, or show – well, I would probably look at Keselowski because yeah. he's got a good car. He's, you know, is it fast? You know how these things are kind of going. Like you were just talking about, it, like in a cycle, they're kind of. Yeah. There's, well, he's he kind of had his luck or his goodness early. Goodness, goodness gracious, early. Yeah. So maybe he's going to cycle Wind up the background. Now. Yeah, but. Kyle Busch has a distinct advantage because of those forty-five playoff points. Sure, he can he could miss this race. Yep, that you know that you know when I turn on my TV set at two o'clock tomorrow or uh, Sunday yeah. to watch the Las Vegas race. Yeah, give me a long run up to that race for you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the first thing on the list. We Oof. didn't talk about it. Yeah. No, so night race. So Sunday, that caught huh? you by surprise. It did. Didn't I just it? assumed it was like a two or three o'clock start. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, Sunday night, and it's not even a holiday, is it? Am I missing no, something? No. The thing is, is when's you know, Arbor Day? They've been shuffling the dates around. Yeah. And uh, I guess last year they had this race in the daytime. And uh, when I was, <clears throat> I mean, when I was in Las Vegas, <laughs> I met with the uh, PR director at Las yeah. Vegas Motor Speedway. Yep. And he said that they they wanted to run at night because of the heat factor. I mean, that makes it. sense. And he says it's still going to be hot. Well, and they still and they also you know you don't want to compete head to head with the NFL if you don't absolutely have to. Yeah. Now for those of us at home, they're going to be competing against. I wrote it down: the Eagles and Falcons. Eagles and Falcons will be the competition for NASCAR on TV Sunday what a, night. What a foul game! Now the first. Good one. The first hour of the automobile race, there won't be a football game to compete against. There'll probably be the end of a football yeah, game toward the beginning be, of the yeah. race. But we digress. We made a list it's, at NASCAR you know this funny? week. What? It's, Tell me something funny, please. Well, it's funny because NBC is doing Sunday Night Football. Yep. And then they're doing the race. So they're basically going head-to-head. They're going to corner the entire market yeah. that week. So, except for those who are watching CBS's Disney's Wonderful World, <laughs> the, the Sunday night movie on the Wonderful World, the of Wonderful Disney. World of Disney, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I think is uh, the Sunday. Oh night man, Sunday I haven't seen that one in a long time. Uh, on NASCAR this week, we took a shot at uh, guessing who our first four uh, victims will be mm-hmm. in the ch- in the chase, the playoffs. First four guys will be eliminated after the first three races. I didn't write mine down, did you? No, I did not. But I, <laughs> but I think we what? both had Almarola, and we both had uh, a Bowman, and I think we might have both taken William Byron. Yeah, Byron. Now, think... my sleeper to, to leave early is Kurt Busch. Right. Yeah. That's not a bad Not one. a bad sleeper. Anti-sleeper. No. no. Sleeper is usually a good thing. means they did better than <laughs> you expected. He's the anti-sleeper. He's yeah. the insomnia. I, I can't remember who I picked. So. Well, we both had three of the same... Same three. It was our, we differed on our fourth. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I think you might might have gone with Newman. Uh, I don't think so. No, because mm-hmm. okay. Newman's a point guy. Yeah, He'll point his way through. I mean, he did that uh, in fourteen. Finished second without winning. Remember, uh, we were hoping 
that yeah. he was going to win the race and be yeah. the champion without winning a race. Yeah, we're still holding out hope. <laughs> I don't know if we can get there. We've got a chance this year. we got a few chances. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Right, we're back with you'll get that big time auto race. Okay, but you also have to say goodbye. Oh, you turning off the Facebook? Yeah. It's okay. It's good. This is only supposed to be a taste. Oh, so say goodbye. Tease. Say goodbye. Goodbye. All right. You can find us at DaytonaMotorMiles.com online. See you later. That's a threat. You know you'll get that big time auto racing, Goblin. Know what you'll what? get? Goodbyes. Hey, goodbyes and hellos. <laughs> we're saying goodbye to Paul Menard, who. I haven't said spoken three words to him in the last ten years. He might be the quietest NASCAR driver who had a career, a long career, sixteen so, years. Yeah, he might he might be the quietest one that has ever come around. Gary Cooper never drove get NASCAR, did he? <laughs> Calvin Coolidge ever drive NASCAR? I don't think he did. But yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. You just never hear anything from the guy every now and then you see him on the track, the camera's got him. Yeah, he's on you see his car quite a bit. A lot of times it was a very colorful car. Now it changes colors all the time, I guess, probably just like all the rest of them. But he got into racing. His dad was in racing before him, which John, was Menards. John Menard. Which is the uh Scotty's home improvement store of the Midwest. <laughs> the big throughout the Midwest. Or the Home Depot of the Midwest. Yeah, and they're they're number um, one up there. There's no doubt. Yeah, about they that. uh he got involved in auto racing, I believe, mainly in USAC and uh IndyCar type racing. I think he was Tony Stewart's Indy Racing League sponsor there for the few years that yeah, Tony did that. Absolutely, and uh, always have very colorful cars because they painted it with uh, with with uh, latex that they got from Menards, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, and then Paul, you know, he had that insight and in inroads that helped to have a sponsor under your roof, basically, sitting there at the Thanksgiving dinner table. So uh, that that helped uh, Paul's career, and he had you know he it wasn't like he was a menace out there. I mean, he had a he was a, he's everybody seems to like him, respectable driver. He, he had one win, and it was at the Brickyard, and uh, he just never seemed to he never made waves. Didn't seem to make a lot of waves one way or another. You know what I mean? All right, not a helping or a hurting wave. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't a. He, he just never. He was a flatline. I mean, it was weird. He had a weird. It's a, one of the weirdest careers I've ever seen, because the guy just you never hear from him. He's just a guy who's got the deadpan, straight look. Yeah. He had the beautiful sideburns there for a while. Well, the only time I can remember his name coming up in a like a heated exchange was Tony Stewart. Yeah, and I. It might have been Daytona, but uh, there was some sort of contact involving Menard and Tony Stewart. And Tony Stewart came out of the car and said he doesn't believe need to be here because he just has a rich daddy or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh, wonder if he's got a wonder if he's going to get a store, get a gig, <laughs> <laughs> lumber manager, assistant manager, lumber. I think uh, I think I love hardware stores, man. I'd be, I I'd just hang out in it all day. If I, I think Paul Menard's going to be just fine. Think so? Yeah, I think he's. Let's pay, let, let me put this rumor to rest. He's not going to replace DW in the in the Fox booth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. go to Paul Menard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Away. Let's break that, away from Paul Menard. That's savage. He's not going to do the. Uh, he's not going to do the uh, the grid walk. He's not going to replace Mikey Waltrip for the grid walk, is he? No, but or uh, Rutledge Wood for whatever it is he does. But there was, you know, he was on the conference call Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, I believe it was our old friend Bob Pockers. Yeah, you know, 
saying, uh, Bob was like, well, what about the money? What about the money? Because, you know, the Menard money yeah. has been in the Ford camp for two years sure. now. And so Menard takes a full season but splits it between the Wood Brothers, mm-hmm. Wood Brothers Racing, right. all caps, and Team Penske. So the, the money goes to the 12 car and the 21 car. All right. For a, that was, you know, that's a lot of money. Sure. You know? Sure. And so Menard, Paul Menard said, yeah, the money's going to be there next year. Interesting. But then he wouldn't elaborate beyond that. <laughs> beyond that. Yeah. So we say we wave goodbye to him, we wave hello, or at least the Wood Brothers wave hello to Matty D. Matt Benedetto falls right. Perfect, perfect symmetry, right? Okay. Now, he, this guy in 2000. 17 mm-hmm. he's running with a go fast go fast go fast without the t right racing the t and is the silent second half of the year he's like throws up his hands he goes okay this is my last year with go fast yeah. you know i'm a free agent at the end of the year yeah casey kane what happens casey yeah. kane gets heat exhaustion yeah. and it sort of evolves into like this illness yeah and then he says i'm done so what happens? He, Matty D, because I can't say his last name. Yep. He but, gets that Levine family. He gets race. that ninety-five in the in the same breath. Yep. Uh, Bob the, right. Bob Levine. Yep. Uh, comes. He got to, the furniture row team. He got the furniture row team. Yes, yep. he replaced the furniture row team. Became a Toyota factory team in all yep. essence, and got better stuff across the board. And so. To the point to the point that now Christopher Bell needed a seat for next year at Gibbs. Right. Or Toyota, we should say. Right. They didn't want to let Eric Jones go. That was some speculation. They Eric Jones wins Rose well, as well. They keep Eric Jones yeah. in Toyota. So the only other place to put Christopher Bell without losing him is in the ninety five car. Right. So that's the problem with Toyota. That's right bad. Now. No, that's good. <laughs> no, that's that's a problem with Toyota because They've obviously they've got premier drivers, right? They've got the best of the best drivers. Apparently, all right. Um, then they range in age from Eric Jones, Eric with twenty-one a K, or two, Eric, Eric, Eric with, with a K, K, all the way up to um, Denny, thirty-nine, or Martin Truex. I think Martin's oh, actually is he forty. Yeah. So, um, so they got to keep that pipeline going, but in but in doing so, they had to bump Matty D, who's Joan, he's got talent. Sure. He's got willingness, talent. He's got get up and go. What else? Piss and vinegar. There you go. Yep. So uh, so anyway, I think this is a uh, situation where Toyota. Situation. We have a situation. Got ourselves a situation. Where Toyota is, obviously, they've been striving to be the cream of the crop. Their top, the top three guys in the standings are from hey, where? number one. <laughs> These little <laughs> the top three guys in the standings right yep. now are all Gibbs cars. Okay, yep. Yep. all right. So, but with this philosophy, they're going to lose guys like Maddie D, who yeah. are pretty darn sure. good. Sure, you know, because you don't have other cars. Yeah, and so now he lands at the Wood Brothers. Yep, which is, I would say, at least on par, probably you would think with the Levine family racing yes, car. I would say so, and but it all depends on how much help they're getting from Penske. Well, and then also there's the Matty D effect. 
Yeah. Um, and he takes pride. He says, I want to make teams better. And, I yeah. mean, he actually shows up in the shop. Yeah. You know, and he's – That wouldn't – I wouldn't make a team better by showing up. No, in the you wouldn't. But I think Matty D and his personality yeah. and you know his uh, a thirty-six energy. pack of Bud Light ain't going to make the team better <laughs> if they're trying to build you good cars. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey guys, there's just something about him. Yeah. That you know, I mean, you could be working, and then if he if he came in and he was like talking to you, like an hour go by. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know you were still working. You know that uh, a lot like, of that happens around here, by the way. <laughs> That's you just described old. every day here. <laughs> that's just being old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Well, I guess that's enough for you'll get that big-time auto racing. I think we've... All right, we'll be right back. And we're back to close out another Daytona Motor Miles. That's Godwin Kelly on Ken Willis. We uh, finish, as we always do, with green-white checkers. Uh, another Hall of Fame I learned about. You know, You know you have reached a level of success. A certain status in the world of any activity, but we're talking about motorsports at this point. If you have your own in-house Hall of Fame, did you know that Penske Racing has a Hall of Fame? No. I saw the press release. Team Penske included two longtime team leaders and executives into the Team Penske Hall of Fame. (laughs) Don Miller, remember Don? Yeah, Don. He, he was kind Don of head of their NASCAR was operations. A great guy. You know, he did. He stayed away. I guess he did that, and they had other guys running the IndyCar side, sports car side. And Don Luganbull, Luganbull, Luganbill. Dang it, I forgot. One of the pioneers of motorsports marketing and public relations. Honored in a special ceremony at the team's Mooresville, North Carolina facility. Inductions into the Team Penske Hall of Fame occur annually. Each year, two inductees are chosen from current and former drivers, employees, and partners that have made a significant impact on the team and its history. The Hall of Fame class members are honored both at an event and within the walls of the Team Penske facility in Mooresville. So I'm guessing they hang their picture on in the hallway, right? That's it. You want to know who the others were who got there? I guess they just started doing this in 16, which makes me not feel so bad about knowing it existed. Yeah. So uh, here's here's interesting. The inaugural class in 2016, the inaugural two-man class, Roger Penske was in wow. there. Wow. Isn't that something? And sh- also, just as shockingly, Mark Donahue. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, who saw that coming? I, I had no 2017, idea. 2017, you almost could see this one coming, too. Rick Mears. Carl Kaneofer. Not to be confused with Carl Kiefhofer. Yeah, I thought yeah, I did get confused. Well, it says K-A-I-N Hofer. He must have been an engineer. Right, yeah. Uh, this was no surprise. In the third year, third two-man class, Rusty Wallace and Walter Zarnicki. Oh, yeah. And now number four, Don Miller and Dan Luganville. Yeah. What if Ryan Newman will ever get in that? You know, he had eight wins one year, didn't he, for Pesky yeah. early on? Yeah, he led he uh, eight. Now, if they're going to keep adding two guys. Like I say about the NASCAR Hall with five guys. <laughs> if they're going to keep adding two guys, it's just a matter of time before the, the guy who drives the hauler gets in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, they should have a speco- special recognition for the the uh, kidney that was donated by, by uh, Penske's son to keep uh, Roger alive. How's <laughs> oh, the wife and kidneys? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, did, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. A guy of Penske's means, you'd think he'd have a guy who walks around with him carrying a spare kidney. Yeah. yeah. A little cooler, like a little six-pack cooler. I w- you know, if I was a billionaire, 
um, with a race team, I'd have all kinds of spare parts. Spare parts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready Looking to go. Looking for a lung. <laughs> Looking for Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, right uh, lung, left lung. You got to yeah. designate, and then you go, oh, you want an extra large lung? Do you want a non-smoking lung? Do you, want a, <laughs> you have to keep paring down until you get a, oh, crap. There's only three in what I'm looking for. They're all they're hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, so then you go to Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get a used hey, lung. Yeah. But wouldn't any lung be used? So I guess Craigslist would be badly used lungs. Yeah, it'd probably be. Uh, Imagine the lung you would get on Craigslist. Oh, my God. Imagine a guy's house you would go oh. to to look at the lung. <laughs> All right. Next What part of Ocoee you. are you in again? I wish I had brought it up. <laughs> All right. Birthday boy time. You ready? Yeah. All right. Each, uh, each podcast, we play our new birthday game. Where uh, I give Goblin hints of who's got a birthday coming up in the coming week from the racing world, and uh, and the hints get progressively easier until he guesses who he or she is that's having a birthday coming up. Uh, this birthday is coming up this week, and are you ready for the clues? I am ready, sir. This this uh, person from the racing world is from the east coast of the United States of America. How's that's that narrow it down? For clue you? one. So East it's not coast of the, so it's East not somebody coast. one of these West Coast invaders that no. have taken over. See, now, now what that clue did was it wiped out a bunch of guys. Yeah, but not a whole bunch of guys. It yeah. wiped out about a ten percent swath. Well, I that. think more than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, because also you got to wipe out the Midwest. You're wiping out the Midwest guys. You're wiping out half the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. you're wiping well all the Midwest because oh. this guy's from the coast. Okay. Of the U.S. of A. He's from the coast of the U.S. He is. Okay. Progressively easier. Remember this. Now, this is, you said U.S. coast. I did. Okay. Of the United States. Yeah. Yes. All right. Not from Colombia. <laughs> well, I'm thinking uh, there's some fine racing people up in Canada. No, this is the east coast of the United States. Okay. He Port- won the 1992 IROC championships. Championship. I-R-O-C, not Iraq. <laughs> it's 1992 <laughs> Iraq champ. Iraq, my God. <laughs> you said he was American. <laughs> yeah, 1992 Iraq champ. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Uh, uh, East Coaster, 92 Iraq champ. Uh, can I take a guess? As sure, sure. Does it count against me? I don't know. How uh, no, works. no, I just laugh at you, chuckle. Terry Labonte. Nope. Okay. But you know where Terry Labonte's from, Gavin? Oh, that's right. He's from Texas. See, I'm trying to help you out here. Oh, my God. I just wiped out a bunch of people. See, oh if you'd thought East Coast of the U.S., Terry Labonte. Oh, wait a minute. Terry Labonte's Texas. What part of what part of Maryland See, is Texas in? Was, was a crossover year. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. One more. I can keep guessing. Nope. No. I he can turned guess. 63 this Thursday. Oh. Sterling Marlin? No. He's from Tennessee. That's it's not on the East Coast. Uh, oh, so it is the coast. Well, it's a long, yeah, right up there that I-95. Okay. Right up there, right in that area. All right. He might even be east of 95. His first win in Cup Series came in 1983. So then you start doing some math. You go, that's 2020. That's 36 years ago. He's 63 now. So Uh, 33, he would have been 26 when he won his first race. 26? 36 years ago, and he's going to be 63. 63? 27. Yeah. Uh, Bill Elliott? His last win. No, his. <laughs> what part of the coast is Dawsonville on, for God's sake? That's a hell of a long, wide beach well, thinking, that laps up now the Bill Elliott's Now I'm just Elliott's thinking doors. the east. I, I'm just flailing uh, away. You're thinking it. eastern time zone. Yeah. His first one was in 83. His last win was in 2002. 
Ward Burton. Good guess, but no. Oh, my God. Yes. And he's from a part of uh, Virginia that's not uh, on the coast. I've run out of clues for you. This guy, yeah. I know, I didn't get it easy enough, but I'm going to yeah. keep going. This fella is from Virginia. Mm, I'm drawing a blank. Never won at Daytona. Did win in Indianapolis. Won in Indianapolis from Virginia. And I want to say his home, t- 63 Thursday. Uh, he's been retired, oh, six or eight years. I want to say that his hometown was Chesapeake, Virginia. Oh, Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd. I guess my final clue is going to be one time he duct taped his eyelids open (laughs) (laughs) so he could race at Daytona. See, that 92? Yeah. That era was, you still had, you know, Patty was leaving. Patty kind of in there. And and they used, you know, in the Iraqi series, they used Patty. (laughs) Remember? I remember. Remember they brought Patty and and Boyd back? Sure, yeah, they wanted to. They needed to get some uh, eyeballs on that thing. Are you going to close this out with a dad joke? The yeah, birthday game went way long. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Jack Duncan, dad jokes, page 98. All right, you ready? Yep. Why do dad hairdressers offend a lot of people? Why do dad hairdressers offend a lot of people? Well, the word tease has to be in the punchline somewhere, right? Nope. Oh, why do dad hairdressers offend a lot of people? I got one answer, but I can't use it. <laughs> Skip that. I don't know. Why do dad hairdressers offend a lot of people? Because they make a lot of cutting remarks. Oh, see, that's... They're, they're, see, they're, now Jack Duncan's cheating, because that doesn't have to be a dad joke. That could have been just a, why do hairdressers know, offend a lot of people? I know, and I heard you groan, which is the perfect dad joke when somebody groans. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's been uh, Godwin Kelly with a really stupid dad joke. Ken Willis. Happy birthday, Ricky Rudd. We missed the rooster. <laughs> we missed the rooster. Come back, you rooster. All right, till next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.